we are doing a 12-hour stream this Saturday. That's right, folks. 10 a.m. Central on February 1st over at twitch.tv slash late for embargo. Cancel your Saturday brunch because we've got a great stream planned. See the podcast description for more details. Now, here's some discussion on video games. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 67 of the Generic Gaming Podcast.mp3, the podcast where we talk about a new video game every single week. My name is Logan Myrie, and as always, I am joined by my esteemed co-host and sound engineer, Eric Krause. Top of the evening to you. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, I uh, we were going to record this podcast at around 11 a.m. today. Around there. And it is now... Uh, 10 p.m. 10 p.m. So, so would you, what do you have to say for yourself? Um, not much, really. It doesn't really bother me that much. <laughs> Eric overestimated the amount of time, underestimated the amount of time it would take for him to beat Life is Strange 2. Yeah. But I'm not salty about it. It's it fine. It doesn't sound like you're salty at all. You sound perfectly fine with it. I don't think uh, it bothered you one bit. <laughs> Eric, what have you been playing? Uh, oh, we're just jumping right into we're it. We're going right. I'm sick of it. We're well, getting right I, in there. Uh, let's drag us out a bit. I've been playing Frostpunk. <laughs> yeah? Did you actually? I'm actually curious to know about that game. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, I think I'm going to need to start a new... It has like a story campaign to it. Uh, and I think I'm going to have to start over because I just have a lot of sick people right now. Oh, okay. And so uh, I, I I just keep adding like infirmaries to help them, but it doesn't seem like anything's happening. Uh, I have it on Game Pass on console. You think, it, you think I'd like it? Yeah, I think it's pretty fun. Hmm. Yeah, it means worth trying out. You have it for free, right? That's true. Yeah, I have it for free. I should just give it a give it an old try. There's a lot of things to play, though, you know? Uh, but other than that, I've been playing Life is Strange. Uh, two? The second one? Two. Sorry. Bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-
I played the first Life is Strange all as one well after the fact that it had released, right? And I felt like that was such a a good way to play. I felt so invested and, and immersed in that in that story, right? And so I kind of felt like that was the way I wanted to play this one. And I, I think I am happy I played it like that. I, I think that I I easily could have gotten into the mindset of like, whoa, what's happening again? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right? But I, I think that this game actually does some things that make maybe that less of a concern. Yeah, because I mean, in the beginning of the get each episode, they have the whole recap of the story yeah. of the wolves. Well, and especially because each each episode is vastly different in character, right? Like, yeah, you know what I mean. You're kind of going from place to place, so there's not really a whole lot of consistency across. You know, who's this again, right? Like, it's always new people, mm-hmm, pretty much. Um, yeah, and so that was one of the things I wanted to start right before we even get into the plot details or anything. Um, I just want to talk about kind of the differences between this and, and Life is Strange, right? Because the first Life is Strange uh, is very much like a murder mystery, right? It's like a high school murder murder mystery. The setting is a high school, and so you're kind of seeing these characters from episode one all the way through episode five. It's the same characters, right? And you're kind of getting to know about them more, and you're getting to uncover this mystery, right? And and this is much more of a, a road trip, right? Yeah. I, I guess at, at the very, like heart of it is it's kind of a road trip mm-hmm. story um and, and yeah i don't know Do, did that affect eric kind of the way that you thought about this game at all um i thought this story was more meaningful to me just because it seemed more relatable in the fact that like it's not just like this weird dramatic private high school kind of thing where it's a bunch of people just that you kind of just are learning and getting to meet and that you don't really you can connect to i guess in like age wise and like high school wise but like this one it's all about going to new places and meeting new people and like seeing the best and the worst of america and so like i just thought like the themes in this one were just more meaningful and obviously they probably learned a ton making the first one and so i feel like that reflected into the second one and uh, I don't know. I just thought, I think Life is Strange 2 is a much better game than the first one. Yeah, I actually am inclined to agree. I love Life is Strange 1, and I love it f- despite its faults. Actually, I love it for its faults. You know what I mean? I love I love that they say hella all the time. Like, I love the mm. weird, quirky dialogue that doesn't really fit. You're like, no one talks like this, right? Yeah. Uh, and and I that's why I love Life is Strange. I've always said that Life is Strange is, an, is a very earnest game, right? Like, I, that, I like it because it's corny but it kind of wears its heart on its sleeve. And I think that this game both does that and writes characters that are believable and talk like real people. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that the way that they depict uh, uh, Daniel and John, Sean, I was like, Oh my God, what's the main character? <laughs> um, I, I just really like the the dialogue between them. I like that. Like uh, Sean, like slips into Spanish all the time, like calls mm-hmm. him a nano and stuff. And it doesn't yeah. feel it doesn't feel like forest or anything. Yeah, it doesn't feel like the developers are like uh, trying to to put on this like facade of like of of uh, of Latinx identity or anything. It, it felt genuine, right? Yeah. And I was reading a little bit about that and how they they really uh, asked a lot of their their uh, work coworkers and stuff who who were Latinx to to kind of help them with the dialogue and make sure everything felt genuine and not bad you know what i mean because mm-hmm. there i think that uh from what i saw online there was, there was a lot of apprehension around this game and how they were going to depict uh race and and all these issues that they were dealing with yeah i mean obviously the crux of this game is daniel and sean's relationship and so i think it really delivers too 
Yeah. So yeah, dude, I, I really, I mean, I was going to ask later cause it was going to be more of a hot topic, but I think that this is the best life is strange game. Oh yeah. For across sure. the board. I mean, I know you haven't played before the storm, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, now I don't even think I'd want to go back and play it because I think this game just adds like game mechanic improvements and just the performances and the dialogue is just, it make before the storm probably feel really campy to me to go back and play it i think you should do it still because i i love i love before the storm that was one it's so much shorter it's like three episodes right yeah uh and uh and i that was another one where i played it. i'm like oh this you can see the the improvements there from from life is strange one and, and and even the dialogue and and just exploring chloe and and uh rachel's relationship is is worth it i think yeah but we're not talking about that game nope we're not there we already did a whole episode about it you can go listen to it if you want uh, so Eric, I want to start and we're just going to kind of go episode by episode and you kind of threw me a curveball right before we started recording. Yeah. You said, Oh, you want to start with captain spirit? And I went, Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> and so we'll start there. Uh, I haven't played it since release, but I'll, I'll let you take kind of the, the bleed here and I'll follow. All right. So captain spirit, uh, I jumped into this one, I guess on Thursday, probably last Thursday. Uh, cause I, you just said you, I should definitely play it before I play life of the strange too. And I'm like, okay, I don't know why, but anyway, it's the story of Chris and his father who you learn is an alcoholic and then you kind of just navigate the relationship. And meanwhile, Chris, you play as Chris and he's like pretending to be a superhero. So you go around and collect stuff for him to make his costume and like plan his trip to go fight a supervillain. And then, Meanwhile, you navigate like conversations with your father, who's just getting progressively more drunk during the day, and then ultimately ends up like kind of lashing out at Chris. And Chris runs out into the snow to like go up into his treehouse, ends up falling, and then um, Daniel catches him with his psychic powers, and then that's where it ends. Yeah, I guess I should have mentioned spoilers, huh? Oh yeah, uh, full spoilers. Full spoilers for that's in uh, the Captain disc- Spirit. Life is strange to all of it. Go play the games uh, and, and come back to us. And that's in the description of the show anyway, so can't uh, But yeah, and that's, that's pretty much the whole story. And then, so, in this one, I kind of had, like, this love-hate relationship with the dad, you know? Because, like, the dad is very much trying to be a good dad, and but, like, he's also an alcoholic. Yeah. And so I'm like, I kept, I wrote in my notes, because I actually took notes for once, uh, came prepared to the podcast. I wrote, uh, Dad Nassel? Question mark, question mark. And I'm like, yep, an alcoholic. And I'm like, dot, 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 no. (laughs) Yeah, this this game stressed me out a lot because you are in this confined space, right? Like, it all takes place in one kind of scene, right? Like, Life is Strange always kind of revolves around these, like, scenes that you explore. And so you're exploring Chris's house. And and that's really fun because you get a lot to learn about a lot about Chris, but you also learn about his dad and the struggles he's been going through. And then when the dad comes in and starts drinking and, and you kind of end up, like, having to like sort of tiptoe around the house a little bit and you're like what's he gonna do like he's here and and so he's like this constant presence yeah that is it's it's really tense and and really scary and, and it really did a lot to me eric emotionally mm, yeah he is kind of like a sleeping giant the whole time and then but i mean ultimately it ends up like he does he's trying which is the nice part and like i guess he's an alcoholic because the mom passed away well did you so uh the neighbor comes and visits right yeah mrs reynolds comes did and you checks on uh did, and i and i'm i'm kind of remembering here cuz it's been a while yeah. D- did you have a conversation with her that led her to like call cps or whatever i did not uh the conversation i had with her was that everything was fine like uh chris took or my chris took the route of that 
like nothing bad's going on because she comes over because she hears a loud thud because um the dad falls trying to get up because he's super drunk and uh so she ends up hearing the thud and the crashing around and mrs reynolds comes over and like makes sure Make sure everything is okay, and like you could either go the route of like no, everything's not okay, and like lie to or lie to her and say everything is okay. And that's yeah, the route I took. I remember saying everything was okay, and then the dad thinks that you told her anyways. Yeah, right. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the thing where he says like, "I wish it was you instead of your mom," or whatever. Yeah, and you and get just... kind of that lethal dialogue. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, I do remember thinking though that that just the like the tech stuff in this was much better. I thought like the UI looked really good. Yeah. And uh and the game was just running much better and stuff. My biggest problem in this one was that he walks super slow. Oh yeah. And in the house. Cause you can't really like do, th- you can do outside. You can run, but you can't run in the house. Uh, and it was just, I felt like I was just took forever to get anywhere. Mm. And so like, that was my one, my biggest gripe with uh, that one, yeah. which kind of goes on into the other, the rest of the, the life is strange, but I feel like you can move a lot. You just move quicker or something. I don't know. If they made you the movement speed faster or anything. So you happy? Are you happy that you played it before the game? Oh yeah, I'm definitely happy. We'll get into that once we get to episode two of Life is Strange. All right, let's get into episode two. Uh, Eric, how we're gonna kind of do this is we'll just sort of summarize. But I have kind of pulled up all of the decisions I made, uh, and and I just want to kind of talk about it. Um, so the game opens right, and we get uh, Sean walking home with his friend Lila. Mm-hmm. You're getting some dialogue there. They're talking about a girl, Jessica, and, and what Sean can do to, to hook up with her or whatever. Uh, and then you guys chill on the deck for a second. She offers you a cigarette. Did you take the cigarette? I did smoke with uh, Lila. You did? Yeah. I did not. Wow. Th- and this is kind of, I think this kind of kicks off the question of like, what kind of Sean did I want to play? Yeah. And this was a question I asked myself a lot throughout the game because I think that Sean is very much presented as this rebellious teen kind of character. Mm-hmm. And then I kept trying to make him not that, you know, at first, because yeah. I'm like, I, I felt like I was like the parent where I'm like, no, Sean, don't do that. Right. I also had a lot of that, too. Um, but like, in, I kind of got this false sense of security before we obviously get to the big turning point in the episode one. I kind of had this. I don't, not false sense of security. I don't know. I almost just forgot what was going to happen. Yeah. Right. And so I spent a lot of time in this first like intro part where you walk around in the house and talk to everyone and look at everything. Yep. And like right, right after this scene with Lila and like, I just cut like completely forgot about what was going to happen. Like I was like playing this game where I, cause you could go through and look at all his text messages. Right. Uh-huh. I just spent forever looking, reading yeah, all his questions. That. I'm like, I'm planning for the party. Yeah. I'm like, damn, I'm really looking forward to this. And I like, I just like completely forgot about what was going to happen. I, you know, it's, I actually felt like that too. I, I, uh, I was really planning for this party and I was making a lot of these decisions around like, Oh, what's his dad going to think? And like, yeah. Oh, you know, I'm getting ready for this party. What am I going to bring for the party? Fully expecting to go to the party. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which was crazy, which I think episode one does so well because like I knew what was going to happen. I knew the dad was going to get shot. And so, but like, I just, it completely forgot about it. Uh, yeah. So, and I really, I liked the relationship that they build right away with his dad. I thought I like loved him immediately. I oh, was like, yeah. he's funny. He's like the super charismatic, like sweet man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I totally fell in love with him right away, which just makes it so much worse. Yeah. Dude. His dad is so great. Uh, yeah. And so did you, I have a couple other questions. Uh, I'm assuming you hugged Esteban, right? That's one of the choices. Yes, yeah. Everyone Esteban. did. 
Uh, I told him the truth about what I need the money for. As I well. did not. Oh. Yeah, I, I was really in the minority here. It looks like 77% of people told him the truth. Oh, okay. Because he does seem like the cool dad, right? But yeah. I'm like, this kid wouldn't tell his dad that. Oh, I felt like he would. I felt like they had that kind of relationship. Okay. Uh, and then we get, did you take the money from the jar? No, I did not. Uh, I did not as well. Most people didn't. Okay, and so now we get to really the uh, the turning point in this episode, right? Uh uh daniel is out he he has made his like costume as like a zombie or whatever he's got blood all over his shirt uh and he goes outside and you see that well he tries to get you uh get sean to play with him yeah but he doesn't yeah but sean's skyping with uh lila yeah he's being a big dick big brother big dick big brother that's kind of weird no a big big, asshole yeah yes you got what i mean (laughs) not like literally uh yeah, and so you see the the dickhead very. Uh, dude, as soon as you walk past his house, you see the big American flag sticking up yeah. there and stuff. I'm like, oh, this kid is not going to be good news. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see him harassing your brother. You go outside and see what's going on. Yeah. Uh, and it, oddly, it gives you the like the option to sort of harass Daniel about it. Yeah. And and you're like, oh, you, what are you doing, Dan? You know what I mean? Like somehow take the other kid's side. I'm curious to know how that plays out, but I obviously didn't. Do I didn't it. either. Um, and then a police officer shows up. Oh, right away when this police officer shows up, I'm like, oh, I, this is a bad situation because the white kid's covered in blood. Yeah. Uh, Daniel's covered in blood and Sean just punched, uh, the kid in the face. Yep. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is already awful. Yeah. I was a little confused about, cause they like knock the kid out and he like lands on a rock and I'm like, is he dead? I don't think, did he land on a rock? I yeah. thought he just kind of thudded out the ground. I oh, it looked that. like he landed. I don't know. The way they kind of made it look was that he like landed his head on a rock. Oh, no. I just thought the cop was freaking out because they're all covered yeah. in blood. Yeah. And so the cop comes out and he he super escalates the situation. Oh, yeah. Totally Hardcore. not even being a little bit controlled. Like, this whole scene was so stressful. Yeah. Because uh, Sean and Daniel aren't shutting up and the cop is just yelling, pointing a gun at him. Yeah. And then the dad comes out. And the cop freaks out, just absolutely yeah. freaks out because there's a whole lot of broad of brown people out here apparently, yeah. and uh, and and shoots the dad. Yeah, and it's so awful, and it's gut wrenching, dude. Mm-hmm. And then Daniel explodes or whatever, all the cars and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, go explodey, and uh, the cop is dead. Yeah, very much so. Don't know how Sean or didn't really die in that situation. Well. Guess he's close enough, maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, dude, don't worry about the logistics of it. Yeah, that's true. Um, and so you pick up Daniel, who has passed out. Sean does, and they they book it out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Now we're on the road, Eric. Walking for a very fucking long time. Yeah, real on the road. Yeah, long time, long yeah. time. <laughs> uh, do you have anything to say at this point? Uh, not really. Not really until we get into the camp. Or where they like where that redwood camp is, Beaver Creek. That's what I'm talking. Yeah, about. so we get out into the woods and we find this kind of trail. Uh, and they're gonna... oh, I do want to know did because right when you get to Beaver Creek where they go on the trail, uh, like Daniel's kind of walking around and you're talking. Did he end up eating the berries for you? Eat what? Because there's there's so certain things can happen if you don't interact with Daniel as you walk down to where that cave is. Yep. And so um he we find you find berries yeah and uh i didn't stop daniel from eating them quick enough because i i checked them out to see if they were poisonous first yeah i told him not to eat them oh i didn't get the choice to tell him not to eat them because as i was checking them out he started to eat them. yeah as a little kid would do. as a little kid would do and so 
later that night he was vomiting the berries uh did you take the so you we, you know we get to this area and there's a car parked out there and there's like a choco crisp which we find out that that daniel loves yeah uh did you did you still i did the not car? Me steal either. the car yeah i was wondering what would ha- i was really worried that someone would come and harass us so i was like no we need to i don't think anything would have happened there no i don't think either I although it'd I... be like a stealing moment you know i wish i would have stolen the fucking thing I, that was one of the things i thought back i'm like we should have just fucking stolen that candy bar <laughs> i had a lot of moments like that in the game where i'm like I played it, so I played this game like there were serious repercussions at, like, I could get caught at any moment yep. and the game's over. Yep. I played, like, every choice like that. And then I got to the end of the game, I'm like, why did I play like that? If I have to make it to this last choice. Yeah, th- no you know there's what. five episodes and they're yeah. not going to, like, stop you in episode one. They're not going to stop me in episode one. But, like, I played the game so safe. Like, the cops would show up at any moment. Well, here's the thing, Eric. That could have been a pivotal moment because the stealing does affect... As, yeah, yeah, how Daniel views things. Yes, too. his morality, which is I think a super interesting mechanic that we can get into a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna fast forward a little bit here. You go through the woods. You play hide and seek. You you know he might eat the berries. He might not. You go down to the shore, uh, and and you're going around finding firewood and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So this is where I found another big, uh, not really a problem, but just kind of annoyance with the game, is that there's so many. As this was kind of a problem in Life is Strange, the first one as well is there's so much stuff to interact with, and when you interact with it, it gives you dialogue, right? Sean gives you dialogue about it. But so much of the game is Sean and Daniel talking to each other. Uh And so I just you keep having to interrupt stuff. And, like, sometimes audio would play over audio, and then, like, you wouldn't get what was happening. I had that problem as well, where where we would be in a conversation, and I would click on something, and then Sean would start talking over it, or it would cut into the thing, and then they would continue It basically just encouraged me to stop clicking on stuff yeah a little wonky there yeah. i'm not totally sure how they would have fixed it but yeah it's strange uh yeah so you do all that you spend the night under the little cave and did all that you stuff. uh teach him to skip rocks i tried he didn't learn very well uh, oh i didn't even go down by the <laughs> oh <laughs> you did <laughs> yeah i i did attempt to uh to to teach him but he couldn't learn uh and then we you know we get to a gas station and this is another big scene right yes uh we only have 10 bucks or whatever to spend and you need to get some food and water. Um, did you, you steal? I did not steal anything. I did. So I Ooh. bought some hot dogs. Uh, and then I realized that I did not have enough money for water. Okay. So I stole the water. Uh, I bought just bread and water. Because <laughs> um, I was being super practical about what would sustain us the longest. And just straight bread would, bread and water will. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that'll do it. Well, I saw the hot dogs and I'm like, oh, I bet a hot dog would be pretty good for them right now, huh? Uh, so I went for it. Yeah, uh, and then and then this lady was being kind of a dick about the puppy and all that good stuff. So I was like, Fuck oh, I didn't up. think she was being that rude. No, well, you know, what? she was very rude in my game. I don't know uh, if you got. The I don't same know. Dialogue. I don't. Maybe because you stole shit. But like I she wasn't rude in my game at all because I thought, I mean, she was being very like she was like, we need adults to take care of the dog. She said that. I'm like, oh, that's very practical. You would just give this to two kids that have no apparent custody. Also, did uh, Daniel interact with Brody in the gas station for you? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And okay, I also and talked, to him, talked to him. And he's what did you think of him right away? Uh, I thought he was super weird because he's out here looking up naked just people. Naked people. Yeah, I'm like, this yeah. dude's a fucking creep. Yeah, right. And that we'll talk about that more. Yeah. Uh, so you go outside to eat, right? And this dude comes the other owner and he uh, just immediately says you stole stuff yeah and i'm assuming whether or not you did yeah uh and so he brings you inside is this whole thing he hits you 
brings you inside. Daniel runs away. He ties you up. Super racist. Oh, so I didn't even get brought inside. What? Uh, he knocked me out before I got inside. No, yeah, yeah, yeah that's what oh, happened. Okay. Yeah, that's what happened. To me. Oh, okay. I like struggled to get away, and he hit me. And all I that. didn't. I don't think I. I was doing the struggle option. I was thinking I was trying to defuse the situation with the just like talking to him. But oh, okay. So no matter what, no matter what, I think he's a very he's a, he's, he's the aggressor here. And, uh, uh, and you're all like fucking tied to a radiator or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, you're tied to a just a pipe. A weird pipe that's on the ground. Yeah, seems not like a good idea from him. Yeah. Uh, but this dude is super, super racist. And you, right here, you're like, okay, people in this game suck. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of very mean people here. Yeah. Um, you know, you do the whole thing. You get out. Uh, and, and then he comes and and tries to grab you again. Daniel like fucking explodes again. Uh, did you hit the dude and take the camping gear or no? Yes. Uh, fuck this dude. <laughs> I tried to take the camping gear and then he grabbed me and then I decided not to hit him. Oh, okay. So yeah, I tried to take a gap cam gear. He grabbed me. I hit him and then took the camp. Okay. Gear. Uh, and then we ran away with Brody who, again, we get in this guy's car. I'm like, this is not good. Yeah. I, Cause I, we just came off the stage. Oh, of- so you, did you talk to him in the gas station then? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, that's where I realized he was kind of chill. Because he kind of explained his whole situation. I still that. was, dude. I was like, I don't know about this guy. Right? I was like, he's not like a creepy pervert at this point. I, like I thought he was in the beginning when he's just talking to a younger brother looking at naked pe- people on his laptop at a gas station. But yeah, I thought he was a little more chill. I, and, but yeah, in this situation, I'm like, hopefully he's not super awful. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, you know, he's he's you're talking to him, all this good stuff. And I'm still super high alert because I, I just feel like. I just kind of had this perception that this game was going to be like everyone you meet is bad. Yeah, you know me I mean? too. Me too. Um, so so I, I'm I'm high alert, and then uh, he does some super nice stuff, buys you a hotel room, gives you a new, you know, all the stuff, gives yeah. you advice, totally pieces out. Gives you a backpack. And uh, stuff. I felt super good about Brody. I was yeah, like, this Brody guy is, is probably awesome. one of my favorite, if not my favorite character in this whole game. Uh, later on, did you did you get a chance to read his blog more? No, I never did. Oh, okay. Because he writes about not. you. Oh, okay. I never well, about I kinda, Sean and Daniel. Yeah, about Daniel. Sean and Daniel. I kind of forgot the, uh, about the website, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, okay. And then we get to a hotel, uh, running a bath for Daniel and stuff. We're, we're ready to throw our phone away. Did you call Lila? No, I did not. Uh, I assume you did. I did. I did call Lila because uh, I was just like, I just was trying to put myself in Sean's shoes. I'm like, I bet he's going to want to talk to her like one more time. You yeah. Know? This is where I thought, every, this is where every decision goes, this game could end if this yeah. decision is The made. police will track I'm the like, call. Police are going to track this call if if I make this call to Lila, but, uh, which, which is a dub. dub yeah. Thing. And so, it, again, I kind of went back and forth where I'm like, what would Sean do? And then sometimes I was making the decision as like, oh, well, what, what, what do I think Sean should do? Yeah. Um, and this was one of the decisions where I'm like, I bet Sean would want to call Isla. So I have him call Isla, uh, and then he throws the phone, this whole thing, you know, you're going to talk to Sean about, uh, you're going to talk to Daniel about what happened. Um, and then, uh, he freaks out, starts doing well, crazy he, stuff. How did he want, he wanted a soda for, yep. He wants a soda. You go out, okay. you hear all the stuff happening and he sees on the news that his father has been his dad. Cause you had not told him up to this point. Yeah. Uh, did you promise not to lie to Daniel again? What was the other option? Uh, you said you'll try to be honest. I'll try to be honest is what oh. I said. Okay. I told him I wouldn't lie to him. Uh, now we are into episode two, Eric. Uh, I don't, we don't really need to go through what Daniel learned, even though I think that is interesting that they are two separate people and the decisions you make do affect what Daniel thinks. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we get into episode two. Uh, they are living out in the wilderness, right? Mm-hmm. They found a cabin. Um, they're doing some training. Uh, Daniel's learning how to l- use his power, right? 
Uh, oh yeah, and then they have the dog. I forgot that they had they had also taken the dog from the gas station. Yeah, if you there's a possibility where you don't get the dog. Really? I yeah, I think so. No way, because the cougar thing wouldn't have happened then. Yeah, I think that's really funny. okay. Well, anyways, I got the dog and names him Mushroom. Yeah, I also have the dog or names her Mushroom. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, and so you're staying in this cabin. Uh, it's it's really great. You're like kind of learning how to live out there. There's all this like you really get the idea that they're like living off of ravioli and all this stuff. Um, I really liked this part. And then you play the game. Oh, you play uh, ship captain crew. Yep, ship captain crew. And I really enjoyed this dice game. And it, have I you actually, ever played this dice game before? Well, I've never heard of this dice. Oh, game. me and my family play this game all the really? time. Really? Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. Really? I had yeah. never heard of this game. I was so juiced about it. I was like, what is this game? And then I was like, oh fuck, this is really fun. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, this is a real game. And I thought it was just I thought it was a cool moment too because just because I've played it a lot. Uh, yeah. So I really enjoyed that. Uh, and then. At some point in here, the dog gets murdered by a cougar, which w- was upsetting. Yeah. I was playing this game, and my girlfriend was here, and she's like, of fucking course they killed the dog. Yeah. Of course they killed this dog. I hate this game. That's what she said. So right before this, so you spend the night, you, you play ship captain crew, and then you and Daniel go to bed, then wake up in the morning, and the dog immediately is whining at the door. Yep. And uh, you're trying to pack up because you're getting ready to leave, and I'm like, I walked over to the door. And I opened it, and I'm like, fuck. I feel like that was the wrong decision to do. And then I closed it, and then you go about setting your shit up, and then uh, just immediately, after, once you finish everything up, and you're like, okay, let's leave Daniel. Daniel's like, where's Mushroom? And I'm like, yep, that was the wrong decision. But apparently, I think it dies no matter what. Yeah. Which is, which is kind of the thing about this game, where I feel like it kind of loses some the weight of your choices where like bad shit's going to happen no matter what to these two. <laughs> yeah. No matter I, what choice you really make. Cause you, I don't know. Well, it's all, that's kind of the nature of these kinds of games, right? Yeah. Like they give the illusion of player agency. But yeah. Cause you're kinda... still going to like the, the last choice in the last episode. is the only choice that actually matters. Yes, pretty much. And so, yeah, but like, I, again, it's the journey. You're not really what? That's station. not technically true in this game. I mean, kind of is. Well, well, We'll get into it more with episode five, but Daniel has a morality system. And and so I, I don't know if you've read about this at all, but but the decisions you make, like if you steal a bunch or if you do a bunch mm-hmm. of bad stuff, Daniel has low morality. And so whatever decision you make at the end, Daniel might do something else. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool then. Uh, so that, I guess, ch- changes it a little bit. Um, and so then they go and they have to go to their grandparents, their estranged grandparents, and ask for help. Which, mm-hmm. again, I'm like, this is not going to go well. Yeah. I immediately was like, this is going to go badly. These people are going to be horrible. Uh, and they're going to call the police on us. Yeah. And then as soon as we got into town, I'm like, oh, it's going to be Mrs. Reynolds. That bitch is going to be their grandma. <laughs> I didn't think about it because I, I, I had played it yeah, so long ago. Yeah, you played it so long ago. Yeah. Or uh, I just played it the day before or two days before. Yeah. So you, you get there and you say hello uh to you know your grandparents like please help us they're like sure they seem super apprehensive about it mm-hmm. uh, well they have the whole conversation in the other room where they're talking about it yeah about turning you in and like what they should do and all that stuff yeah and i you just just kind of sit there which i thought was kind of a super weighted thing that you just can't really do anything you could look around but you're just kind of listening to them talk in the other room it's horribly uncomfortable mm-hmm. uh they agree to take you in because Daniel's so sick, right? Mm, yeah. Uh, and and they're gonna nurse him back to health, and then we kind of get this flash forward. They've been there for a while. They're they're learning to live with their grandparents. They're super strict about stuff, but they seem nice. Cooking you breakfast, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you help out with some chores, Eric? Uh, I did the laundry, but I didn't kind of realize that there was other chores to do. Yeah, I did the chores. I decided that would be the nice thing to do. 
Um, and then you go outside and you see who, Eric? You see Chris. And he is falling. Well, first you have a conversation with the grandpa. About? About Daniel. Oh, did you tell him? I did not tell him. I told. I just pretended I didn't know what me he as was well. talking about. Yep, me as well. Uh, and so, yeah, you go out and Chris. Chris falls from the tree and, and Daniel saves him. And now this, this picks up basically exactly where uh, uh, Captain Spirit ends off, which I thought was a great twist yeah because at the end of the game you're like oh fuck he does have powers chris has powers yeah uh and, and you know it says oh this is gonna affect life is strange too right and well it, i mean you see in the, the end of uh captain spirit it pans over to daniel having his hand out ca- catching him does and it he, yeah and then you see sean and daniel over like a on uh, the other side of the fence eric i swear to god that didn't happen to me in that game it did 100 <laughs> percent. they didn't just patch it in <laughs> well there what because that I feel like I would have known because he, he, maybe I look. I don't know. I totally thought it was Chris. Oh, no. Well, okay. I'm an idiot. Maybe you just looked away. You're like, oh, he has powers. I'm done looking at this game. <laughs> uh, so you befriend Chris, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Chris and Daniel start hanging out. Uh, and uh, you get the scene where Daniel's hanging out over at Chris's house. You wake up or whatever. You go over there. And and he's using his power and helping Chris pretend it's his power. Yeah. Uh, what did you do about this, Eric? Uh, I don't know what choices was right here. I eventually had told Daniel to tell Chris that it's Daniel's power and not Chris's. See, I did. This is obviously later, right? When they they're at the yeah. Christmas market, they're going to get a tree with the dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I didn't want Daniel to tell him because I thought that he would snitch. Oh no, I didn't think. I, this was at the point where I thought I was being just way too nice with Daniel is like, I'm, uh, but I wanted like, it was like the choice of like, keep lying to Dan or keep lying to Chris or tell Chris the truth. And I'm like, they're good enough friends. I also don't like, I was also like picturing just like at some point, Chris is going to try to jump out of the treehouse or something and catch himself or again. And I'm like, you have to tell this kid. Otherwise he's going to just actually fucking hurt himself yeah i i wasn't thinking that far ahead and i was really thinking about us because i was like we want to protect ourselves i was constantly thinking of like the future of this game like (laughs) how do i not get caught by the cops how does daniel not hate me and how do we not hurt anyone else in the process uh yeah so so that you know whatever um and then we go back to the uh well, are we at the Christmas market here? You're oh, yeah, at the around. Christmas market. Sorry. We're, we're at the Christmas market, and we meet Cassidy. Yes. Also, you can get a gift for Daniel. Did I you, stole the, the yo-yo. yo-yo. I also stole the yo-yo. I figured it was up for grabs for needy people, and we were needy. Yeah, I was a little worried the guy, the racist dude, would see me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you meet Cassidy. She seems super nice. You meet uh, Finn. Finn and well. uh and, and he seems cool as well. And their dog, which yep. I don't remember the name of. Uh, Which just kind of disappears later on in the game. <laughs> yeah, kind of, huh? I didn't really think about that one. Um, yeah, stole the Christmas present, and then you get home, and uh, I did not get involved with, with the dad's problems. I asked a few questions to make sure everything was okay and stuff, I did and I too, tried, I tried I to coax it out of him, but I didn't force it. I, yeah, I didn't get too heavily involved with it, because I just thought, like... We're kind of, they're kind of strangers, right? They're yeah. not, like, I didn't, there's, like, a couple times where this happens in this game where you could get, like, 
super needy, like pry into people's lives. I felt uh-huh. I'm like you're just kind of strangers. Like people wouldn't actually pry this much. Yeah. Otherwise, it would be like super rude. And I know? cared, and I cared about Chris and what you know his dad was doing and stuff. Yeah. But I, I just felt like Sean and Daniel had other problems. Yeah. Like you, no real reason to get involved into these people's. You know. Uh. Yeah. So you get back and uh and you know you're having a conversation with the grandparents and a a dresser or a, a oh, cabinet. Oh, we're or skipping way ahead. This is pretty much what happens, Eric. Oh, sorry. I had a skip in my notes. That's why. Uh, a, a big dresser falls on Steven, and you have to decide whether or not Daniel's going to use his power to help him. Oh, no. You are skipping way ahead. Eric, what did I skip? You skipped them going into the Karen's room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they get into Karen's room. They find out about yeah, their so you get well, back... so I'm just going through the choices now, wasn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah. See? Skip a big pop point. Because <laughs> you get back. So after you get, got, get done getting the tree, you go inside. The grandparents aren't there. Daniel really wants to find out about Karen, and so you could go. You could either break into Karen's room. I couldn't find a key, or find a key, and so I, I don't think him. the key exists anywhere. Nope, I don't think so. I've and so this is where house. I thought had a big problem in the game, and maybe it wasn't as much of a problem on console, but I don't know why it would be any different because I was playing with a controller. Is I really wish there was a look button because there's a lot of things that are really close together to uh-huh. like interact with, and it's super hard to get the camera to get to the right one. It is, yeah. Want. And so I'm like, I really wish there was just a look button so I could look at the object and interact with the object Yeah. in this game. And I thought, like, that seemed like a really basic thing that I literally went into the controls. I'm like, am I missing something? And nope, there's no look button. Uh, Yeah, so but did yeah. you... Uh, yeah, you could break in, and then I broke into Karen's room, you look through her stuff, and then you find a letter that says that... Uh, for the ask the grandparents to take care of uh, Sean and Daniel, and it gives them a PO box, and it gives them yeah an Arizona PO box. Yeah, and it it talks about how she is kind of always resented her parents' rules and all that stuff, and how mm. she wants to get away, and it's kind of yeah talking about how she's always been a little uh, I don't know flighty or something. Yeah, and then the grandparents come home, and they're the grandma's just super freaking upset. The grandpa kind of just doesn't even want to deal with the grandma, so he yeah. just leaves and goes downstairs. Uh, the grandma, you basically get in an argument, and she kicks you out, but then the now the uh, cabinet falls on the grandpa. Did you tell Grand- uh, Daniel to use his power? Yes. I did as well. Apparently, uh, like, yeah, you ruin his legs if you don't. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, well, probably shouldn't let this old man die. Yeah, that's why I'm like, at this point, who, fuck it, who cares? And like, I, and I, I kind of trusted them at this point to, like, at least not. I trusted the grandpa, for sure, because he didn't, he totally, he already knew about Daniel's power anyway. Yeah. And so I'm like, I trust the grandpa. The great old lady's just going to maybe think she's going insane or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah. And so then the police kind of show up because they know we were at the market, which was a bad idea to go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we kind of have to go. And so we rush out uh, and the police come. And in my game, Chris jumps out in front of the car because he thinks he can stop it with his superpowers. Yeah, that did not happen in my game. So in my game, we run out the back and Chris is by his treehouse and uh, he sees us leaving and he stops us. You, Daniel and Chris get to say goodbye to each other. And Chris tells you to go down a secret troll pathway. That really? That will allow you to get out unscathed. Wow, that would have been really nice to know. Yeah, because, I was like... Because was... Chris jumps out in front of the car and the car skids and hits him yeah i was i was shocked when like the choices come up at the end i'm like jesus chris gets hit by a car and all the other ones i def- i had the uh i don't even know what it says like for the percentage wise because it's definitely the lowest option i think uh <clears throat> yeah it's you had the 19 percent. daniel did not have to save chris uh and did not get hurt. i had the most uh, uh, common one which was daniel didn't use his power to save chris from the car yeah 
And I was like, damn. I, I wrote in my notes, Chris, because after looking at that, I'm like, Chris would have been hit by a car. Holy shit. Yeah, I was super concerned that he was dead. Yeah. Uh, but Sean seemed very convinced that he was not dead. Oh, okay. Uh, and like Daniel super dead. upset. And Daniel blamed me because I, uh, I, I basically told him that he should not use his power. Yeah. I, I got no uh, blame because Chris did not get hit by a car. I also put a note in here that uh, Steve Gaynor had a writing credit, and I forgot to look at every other episode after this if Steve Gaynor was like a writer on this game. Really? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I did not realize. Is it the same Steve Steve Gaynor? I'm assuming it's the same same Steve Gaynor. I don't, Interesting. I don't. It might be a different one. I was gonna look it up, but I. Uh, you never did. So I'm maybe not, Steve Gaynor helped write this game. Yeah. Uh. So moving into episode three, Eric, we're gonna move a little faster here. We're gonna kind of go into the overarching. Oh stuff. yeah, I guess we are running right along, but. Uh. And so you know now we are at uh we we've hopped a train and we meet up with Cassidy and and Finn or Flynn Finn Finn. Uh, and, and we're kind of living with them in this community of other people our age who have ran away, basically. My first note here is that we have to be mean now, question mark, because just Sean's acting like a dick all of a sudden, I feel like, to Daniel. Really? Yeah, just kind of a snotty teenager. Yeah, their relationship has become very uh, str- strained. Yeah, and I, fe- I felt like this was kind of weird and felt really forced that, like, Obviously, they've been having their troubles up until this point and, like, a lot of conflict between the two because they don't really see eye to eye, obviously, the different ages. But, like, I felt like in at the end of my episode two and super on a high note, right? Yeah. Well, like, mine didn't. So it made a lot of sense it for It made me. a lot more sense for you. But, like, mine had a super high note. And then, like, sh- like they exchanged their Christmas presents uh, uh, at the end of episode two for me. And, like, they're all good. And they get on the train and, like looking forward yep. and then like this game just starts and they're uh, like butting heads and i'm like wow this seemed like a jarring difference for kind of no reason that i made uh yeah so you're exploring this camp you're meeting all these people right uh and and you you find out that they are working at like a weed farm mm-hmm. uh and you go to work right yeah and uh and and you well know. you uh first find out finn is th- teaching daniel how to throw knives yeah, they're uh, they're being barely buddy buddy. Yeah, and then uh, you, they want you to throw a knife, and then uh, Daniel interferes. Yep, real dick move here. Real dick move, and then so you and Daniel have a conversation about his using his powers, and then you can point out. Well, th- at the beginning of this game, it also starts out with um, a flashback of them at home because Daniel really Daniel snuck into Sean's room to steal his watch because yep. Sean promised to get him one, but he never did. Uh, and so at this point, you can. Uh, Daniel's no longer wearing the watch, even though he said he always would, and so you can ask him about the watch or not. Yeah, so I so it's kind of it's him. kind of setting up that that Daniel is starting to see Finn as more of like this brother figure, yeah, than he is Sean, right? He's kind of pushing away from Sean, uh, and and Sean is you know trying to fit in as well, uh, and then you know you go to work, it's this thing you're working for these real mean people, you're just cutting all the weed and stuff. I kind of liked the little mini game. Oh, I hated this part. It lasted so long. I liked it. I liked it. I a lot. thought it took way too long. I'm like that. I'm like, wow. They really made us do this board pot farm work, huh? <laughs> I'm uh, like, God, I hated that part. Yeah, I, I liked, liked the conversations and stuff, but I'm like, I don't want to sit here and chop the weeds. <laughs> I liked the little monotony of it. I thought it was like, it was good. It, it reminded me of the uh, that scene in What Remains of Edith Finch where you're doing the fish. Oh, okay. And uh, and kind of getting into the rhythm of it. I, I think it. I also complained about that part. Yep, I think you did as well. But I liked it <laughs> and and getting the conversations in between people. Uh, and then you know you get you get paid all that stuff and and Daniel gets you guys fired. 
Yeah, is it at this point that I also wrote a note regretting not teaching Daniel not to swear? Because there's a point where in the, I think, episode one or two where Daniel swears and you're like, you can either yeah, encourage you can tell it not to. Or, or tell him not to. And at this point, I'm like, God, I wish I told him not to because he's just like swearing every other word at this point. Like, yeah, but I like it because that's what a kid would do, right? Yeah, like they would like just... I just would have saved myself the annoyance, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you you know, you've gotten fired from the weed farm, right? And then you go back. It's going to be kind of your last night before you you dip out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get, you know, you can get wasted at this party, right? We kind of skipped a lot up into the point of getting fired, but I guess we're going fast, right? Well, Eric, we're going fast. We're moving through it, all right? Big points. I feel like there's so much in this game, though. Yeah, <laughs> big right. plot points. All here, right, all right, whatever. Yeah, you're at the party. You talk to Finn. Did you, apparently you could kiss, which I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know you could kiss Finn either. I yeah. feel like they kind of hit it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> um, like Cassidy is very obviously. You guys are yeah. flirting a whole bunch, right? All that stuff. Which uh, you, uh, yeah, you could follow. You uh, talk to Finn. And then you talked to Cassidy, and then she wants to go skinny dipping. I did. I also did go skinny dipping. And then uh, she says you, we should go somewhere else. And then uh, I followed her to her tent. And yes. We had sex. Yep. That's what happened with me as well. And then I wrote while we were having sex, I'm like, this seems like a bad idea because I haven't seen Daniel in a real long yeah, time. Yeah, I thought that as well. But I was, you know, like, Sean, is, he's having this romantic moment. Yeah. Um, But Finn has also mentioned, right, at this point that he wants to rob your boss Mm -hmm. what was your opinion on that Uh, i said we shouldn't do it i also said hell no yes i said we are not doing cassidy also gets really pissed off she says absolutely not yeah because it put daniel in danger because he wants to use daniel's powers basically to steal all the money uh yep because they have found out about daniel and so you know you get done uh romancing it up and you come out and you your daniel and finn are gone Mm -hmm. where are they eric they're definitely robbing the weed guy yeah for sure so you know you go through this whole thing of stealing the truck uh which was kind of a fun little sequence i liked figuring out how to get into the truck how to make sure the other did you find keys or a a way to get in there without alerting the dude yes oh i learned i just i slashed the other car's tires and then i broke the window oh really stole the and alerted him yeah I didn't alert him. He oh. didn't come out. Uh, anyways, and so you go and and you you kind of catch Daniel and Finn before they go in. Uh, but then what's the weed guy's name? Meryl. Meryl comes in with a gun. Oh, how does Meryl find out in yours then? Does he hear you? Because he gets alerted by uh, he hears Big us. Joe. Oh, okay. In my game, he was alerted by Big Joe because we he Big Joe was alerted by us stealing the car. Yeah. So he hears us and then you know he points the gun. Uh, I tell Daniel to use his power against Oh, wait, so did you... So there's... You caught them before they go in to steal the, like, steal the money. Yeah, but and Merle so hears you, us. Oh, he hears you there. Okay, yep. so in my game, I caught them before they go in to steal the money. Meryl doesn't hear us at this point, and I get the choice whether to go with them to steal the money or tell them no. And then I, at this point, I'm like, we're already in this deep. Might as well get the money. And so I then switched over really? and did the plan to get the money. Oh, see, I was totally against it the entire time. Oh, okay. Uh, and so Merle catches us, and he's pointing the gun, and he's beating up Finn, and he's doing all this stuff. Says he's going to kill us or whatever. Uh, and I tell Daniel to use his power. Daniel gets uh, shot, grazed or whatever, yes. uh, and blows up the house. Yes. And you get Sean gets glass straight in his eye. Yep, glass straight to the eye, and we wrap on episode three. Yeah. Uh, I actually think episode three was one of the strongest in the in the game. Uh, episode two was my favorite episode. Um, I did think episode three was a, a, a good episode, other than how it started, though. I really, I just really liked the cast. Um, I liked the the relationship between Sean and Cassidy. I liked Finn as a character. 
And I, I actually really liked the strain relationship between Sean and Daniel. I thought it was really good for setting up a lot of what happens later on in the game. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's Eric, let's move into episode four. A lot happens in episode four. Uh, okay, so we get into episode four. We open. Sean is in the hospital. He has a messed up eye. His eye, his his uh his left eye or right eye or whatever is gone. I think it's his left eye. Uh, yeah, his left eye is gone. You go through all these cool sequences of drawing with one eye. I really mm-hmm. like that. Oh my god! So you Joey comes in, who is my second favorite character. Yeah, I really liked the nurse guy. Uh, and you do the depth perception test. Super hard. And this shit was fucking me up, dude. Yeah, I could I could not figure it out. Yeah, I don't know really what they did. I guess just because it lines it up, and I was like trying to just line up the sizes of the pens, right, to do it. I managed. I did uh, like successfully pass the test. I don't know if you did. I didn't. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did successfully pass it, but like it was tripping me out to do that test. Uh, you get interviewed by this cop who has, you know, she's like, what's going on? She asks you about the robbery. I think she's a fed, isn't she? Yeah, she's a fed. Uh, did you tell her that it was Finn's idea? Yes. I also did. I snitched. I wasn't going to. I was like, fuck Finn, man. He put my little brother in danger and I'm not getting us any more involved in this. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, you, night comes, you're getting ready to escape the hospital. How did you escape the hospital? Um, I called Joey and joey ended up telling like relieving the guard because i called the patient and the guard went out for a smoke and then joey came in i told him i wanted to break out and then joey eventually gets convinced and so uh i ended up going with joey's plan of hitting joey in the head with the pipe and he pretends to like that i overpowered him while i escaped really vastly different than mine i uh didn't do that eric i slipped out the window <laughs> how <laughs> yep i slipped out the window uh and totally just escaped without hitting it or doing anything how the bad. fuck did you get out the window uh you you break a pipe from the bathroom oh and, and you use that to and use that to to bust the window see open. i never broke the pipe off because i thought it would alert the cop yeah see eric you just gotta be brave <sighs> I was too afraid. The that cop was not coming in. Yeah. I and I thought if thought I break so. the pipe, then I could hit the cop. Oh, okay. And then did Daniel have his stuff? Or not Daniel. Sean have his stuff when you left? Uh, Yeah. You, you kind of sneak out, go into one of the other rooms, and oh, then sneak to get the stuff. Huh. Uh, Yeah. And then I, you know, you go talk to Finn. I forgave him. For I didn't even talk to Finn. You didn't talk I to him? I passed him the window, and I just kept going. I'm like... Just keep going. Well, I thought I thought that he was gonna go to jail too, so I was like, oh, I'll get him to come with me, right? I was like, I don't I don't want him to go to jail. Or Again, I have still the vitality. Don't stop. You're running from the police. Yeah, Eric. <laughs> Eric you see, you were thinking too much about the consequences. Yeah. No consequences. There's right? no consequences. It's a game. Uh, yeah. So okay. So then you you know you uh you try to figure out where the hell Daniel is. You you somehow figure out that he is in the compound thing, like in Nevada. Oh, well, because Joey, and when you're in the hospital, Joey sneaks you in your sketchbook, and you're looking through your sketchbook, and you find a note left there by Jacob. I was still confused about how Jacob even left the note. Because when Jacob, or when the explosion happens back at the weed farm... Yeah, uh, Jacob takes Daniel. Daniel. Daniel goes back to the camp. Jacob takes Daniel, and they go into Sean's tent to like take supplies, they, and they and take he leaves the money, the note? and he leaves the note. But where, how did the cops get it? Because they confiscated all his stuff. Okay, 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 okay. All right, so we now you know now we know where they are and we go. It's in Nevada, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then you know we're hitchhiking to Nevada. Uh, well, we first drive there. Oh yeah. You're, you're oh yeah. You run, a really big. Yeah, seat. this is a big part. Yeah. <laughs> you drive there, the car breaks down or whatever. You run. Well, out you know, you stop to get sleep. Oh yeah, yeah. And these two dudes come and mm-hmm. start harassing you. Yeah. Because uh, you're on their property. Yep, you're on your property. They are overtly racist shitheads, uh, and they start making requests. Eric, what mm-hmm. happened for you? 
So uh, they wanted me to speak Spanish to them uh, and say, like, this isn't my country. I don't really remember what they ask of you. Uh, but ultimately, I ended up, like, always just, like, kind of trying not to give in. But then eventually, like... I, they were getting like so heated that I kind of just gave in and gave them what they wanted. Uh, and so I ended up having to just sing. They wanted me to sing a song. Yeah. And so super, I'm, oh my, super demeaning like, and just demeaning, awful. heartbreaking moment, dude. Cause, cause the, uh, you know, Sean is singing this song in Spanish and, and you can tell he's just like, just, yeah, he's crying the yeah, whole time. It's awful. This is an mm. awful, awful scene. Yeah. Uh, eventually. Yeah. I was able to get out and then they just kind of let you leave. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I, oh my God, dude. I think this is one of the most like striking scenes in the yeah. entire game. Actually, uh, we also skipped a really, oh wait, maybe, I don't know. There's also, uh, it's maybe either before or after that, uh, but you have the, uh, dream with where Sean's driving with his dad. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like that scene as well. Which I yeah. thought was just a super heartfelt moment. Yes. They're talking about it and, and Sean then kind of switches into like what I he think could it, say to his dad. Yeah. Stuff. I think it was before. Cause I remember, yeah, I didn't write it, but I think it was before. So I'm like, wow, that was a really good scene. I immediately just followed by up by a horrible reality. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, you start hitchhiking, uh, a, a trucker pulls over. Did you get in? I did. I'm like, he seems nice enough. Yeah. I was, I, I wasn't sure how it was going to turn out. He seemed, he was nice. Gave yeah. you a sandwich, dropped you off, said He's good luck, really man. Good dude. Uh, I did write a note here that was kind of, I don't know, just being nitpicky. But uh, when it pans out of the truck driving, you pass the same sign that you uh, took shade under. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. So, so you have somehow, like, teleported backwards? Yeah. And the only reason I, it seemed jarring is because on that sign it says 22 miles away from the casino. And it said 22 miles away from the casino, but you've been driving for already a little bit. So it still wouldn't be 22 miles away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you get to this, this church compound, right? You go in, it's a church, uh, it's, you find it's out that, cult da- more like yeah, that. it's a cult, right? It, you know, super religious. They're using Daniel to show off these miracles, right? Yeah. That he can, he he's can using float the cross and all this stuff. And they've and kind he, of manipulated him. And he's too. got a shit haircut. Yeah. He's got a, just a bowl cut. Yeah. Super bad haircut. Uh, and, and you kind of try to, you, you know, you say, Hey, I'm Daniel, you know, I'm Daniel's brother. And, and Daniel's like, Oh, Sean is here. And, and you know. The the leader, uh, I don't remember her name. What's her name, Eric? Uh, I don't. It's like uh, I don't know. I don't. Know. Anyways, I don't the the leader uh, basically starts accusing you of sinning and all this stuff, and and says that you have to leave because uh, yeah. you want to take Sean w- Daniel with you. Yeah. And so they like kick you out, uh, and then who shows up but your mother, Karen? Karen. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing here, Karen? And mm-hmm. she's like, Jacob wrote me. Uh, mm-hmm. And you're like, why would he do that? Yeah. Uh, and and so she shows up, and now you guys have teamed up. Mm-hmm. She takes you back to your hotel room. You guys have this big conversation about uh, why she left all this stuff. How did you find that? Uh, I kind of I wanted to really know why she left, so I kind of played uh, the forgiving son and just kind of was nice to her. Really, I was very accusational uh, um, and and kind of confrontive, but I feel like we had a good conversation about what happened. And still, I just still felt like Sean wasn't over it. I I didn't want to I didn't uh, want him to seem over it so fast because I knew that that wasn't realistic. Yeah. Okay. Well, I wasn't really playing realistic here at this point. I was playing how I, I wanted to play. Yeah. I like I want answers. Uh. So you know, you meet up with Jacob, uh, and he kind of gives you this plan that to to get daniel and his little sister out who who is very sick but they will not take her to the hospital Mm -hmm. uh because you know they're super religious yeah um faith will heal her yep faith will heal her 
Um, and so you, you know, you sneak back into the compound with Jacob. Uh, you go through the church cult leader's house, uh, and you look through all that she's been making Daniel do all these readings and all, write all the same stuff and, and, and draw Jesus stuff. And it's, mm-hmm. it's very, you know, he's very clearly very brainwashed at this yeah. point. Um, did you find keys? Yeah, I did. I, I found keys to get into her yeah, cabinets. I and did stuff. not. Again, the a not end situation where I was not able to find what I wanted. To find. <laughs> so uh, I broke into the room. I found the keys. Uh, I got the file for his sister. You have this conversation about uh, how Jacob initially left because he was gay mm-hmm. and they were not accepting of him, and they basically told him to leave. Yeah. Um. And but now he's back. Um. And I. Uh, yeah, and so then the big the big scary guy comes in. Were you able to hide from him? Yes. I was not for some reason. I cuz I got into the closet and then I couldn't get Jacob to hide. Oh. So I got out and then he walked in. <laughs> oh, see, I just stood in the closet and Jacob took for fucking ever to hide. Oh. But I never got out and eventually Jacob hid behind the door. Oh, okay. See, I was getting really nervous because I couldn't I thought my game was like broken. Like I thought oh, okay. that it didn't it just wouldn't make him hide. Yeah. And so I got out and then the dude comes in and catches you. But either way, wait, you know, what happens then? Uh he just drags you up to the church. Oh, okay. And then the whole scene with Daniel plays out. Yep, the whole scene with Daniel okay. plays out. So yeah, in mine the mom so we were hiding i hid in the closet but i t- the mom calls and i'm like make a distraction and she ends up burning a another building in the compound oh and so he runs out once he hears the screaming from the people burning it and then like he runs out right when he was about to open the closet for me oh that's cool and so uh yeah and then we end up going outside seeing what the mom's distraction was where she lit the building on fire um jacob ends up getting out and going taking this thing to go get his sister his sister and then i walk up to the church and meet the mother at the door and we both go in to get daniel yep uh and so basically you have this big confrontation here where uh the cult leader is convincing daniel to stay and you're trying to convince him to leave yeah and there's this very touching kind of point where he keeps trying to approach daniel and the big scary guy keeps punching him in the face yeah uh and you know he has this whole kind of monologue about like nothing can you know keep well me i wonder daniel so did you even have the argument with the reverend before then since the the big scary guy pulled you in there uh what because i'm the mother uh, and Dan, I had this whole argument with between the uh, the Reverend Daniel or not Daniel, uh, Sean and the mother, where I was like actively like trying to argue to get convinced. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying uh, to convince Daniel. Yeah, but it just doesn't Daniel. work. Yeah, it doesn't work because the Reverend basically doesn't let Daniel think. Yeah, she just keeps. Yeah, she keeps over talking him. over him. Uh, Which was the most infuriating thing ever. Yeah, I, it kind of felt like nothing's gonna work. Like yeah. I, that's kind of how I, I just was like, I don't think this is gonna work. And yeah. So and so then you keep approaching him and he keeps getting punched and uh, obviously that affects Daniel because he's like these people are like beating the shit out of my brother mm-hmm. uh, and then he kind of switches sides and then the Reverend goes, well, fuck you guys, I'm gonna, you know, the the building has been burning. Uh, mm-hmm. so somehow the building started on fire. Oh, because when uh, Daniel threw uh, threw everyone, he knocked the candles over. Yeah, and so the building's burning. She's like, you'll burn in here with me, and she tries to block you from getting it out uh, uh, which i thought was just a dumb move <laughs> like, yeah i don't lady, know this, she's desperate this, whatever you've seen this kid's powers right yeah <laughs> um did you <clears throat> I, I i first threatened her with a gun oh i didn't even bother i just said daniel move her well because i was like i didn't want daniel to kill her oh so yeah. i was like get out just move and she's like no i'm not a, and then i was like hey daniel can you can you maybe oh, move her? i was right away i'm like daniel just use your powers yeah because i didn't want to shoot her i thought that'd be bad um <laughs> Yeah, so then that is the end of, of, of episode four. You drive away with your mother. Mm-hmm. Daniel's safe, all that good stuff. 
Now into episode five, Eric. Uh, this is the big one, right? The big finale. Yes. You open. You're in this com- com- uh, communal community. Well, you don't <laughs> open there. You're up on the canyon first. Oh, yeah. You're up on the canyon. That's cool. You get this whole canyon scene, right? Yeah. You get kind of a cool bonding moment between Daniel and uh, Sean. Yep. Then you hike back down to the the com- mm-hmm. the, the com- to What do you want to call it? It's a way. Away? Yeah, that's what it's called. Oh, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the name of it. Yeah. I was like, I thought you meant you were calling it a name. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Away. So, away is the name of this little town community they built. Yeah. Uh, and you get, you know, your your mom has gone shopping, uh, and you get to kind of explore and meet the characters there. There's this, the couple, uh, the gay couple who I really liked. I thought they were cool. Yeah. Um, you kind of have, you know, they let you borrow a telescope. You talk to them, learn a little bit about them. That's cool. You, uh, you visit the artist lady. She makes big Joanne. metal school. Yep, Joanne. I don't remember the two dudes' names though. Uh, yeah, I don't remember them. I didn't write it down or anything. You talk to Joanne, uh, and and she's hanging out with Daniel. She's making all these sculptures. She's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you get to make the big sculpture. Yep, I liked that. Because everyone there is just cool with Daniel being psychic. Yeah. Uh, did you make the sculpture the way that Daniel wanted? Yes. That's what I did as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought hers looked cool as well. Yes, I mean, it was literally just a snowman, and you just put the parts in a different order. Yep, I, I did enjoy that. Uh, and then your mom comes back. She's like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Here's the groceries and stuff. Uh, and then you're like, I, you know, the police are going to be coming at some point. We got to go across the border. She's like, go talk to David. This is the point, Eric. I had no at, at well, no point. The mom alerts you that um, the police are on to you. Yeah, they've been asking yeah. around and stuff. Uh, but David, this David character, Eric. Uh, yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> that he is the David from Life is Strange 1. Yeah, no clue. Never realized it yeah, until well, he brings up the Because he just has a ponytail. <laughs> yeah, he has a ponytail and a beard. Uh, the thing I really like about this is that you have to go ask him for this police scanner. And uh, you didn't do this, apparently. But if you go in his truck, uh, depending on what you chose in Life is Strange 1, uh, he will have pictures there. He talks about his daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Uh and he'll have pictures in there. If you saved Chloe in the first game, uh, there will be a, a picture of Chloe and Max all grown up, all adults. Chloe's got cool green hair. Max looks like a cool punk girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's from a festival or something. I really liked that moment. Yes. I didn't get You that didn't one. even see it. Didn't even. Well, because I didn't re- learn he was uh, the dad till after I left the thing. Oh, yeah. So, so uh, I, I really liked that moment. Although I was a little pissed because... At the beginning of the game, I accidentally said that I saved, or I mean, I uh, destroyed. I destroyed the city, but in reality, when I played the game, I did not destroy mm-hmm. the city because I I didn't want those people to die. Um. So, but I I looked it up, and if if you don't, it's just a picture of Chloe before she died. Mm. Uh, Chloe and Max before she died. Yeah. Um. And and you know, so you head towards the border, right? You pull up to the big border wall, uh, and. You're like, how the hell are they going to get through this? And Daniel just fucking rips a big hole through yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, Jesus. Like, what are the border control people going to think when they come to this wall? It's literally just ripped open. Yep, you rip it open. It's this really cool scene. Mm-hmm. You're like, let's go get back in the car. And uh, Daniel gets shot. Mm-hmm. And these two racist shitheads pull up. And they put a bag over your head and all this stuff. They're going to take you. And then an, an actual border patrol person comes and arrests all of you. Yeah. And in this moment, if he would have not just yelled Daniel's name, he probably wouldn't have been like that big a deal, you know? What do you mean? Because the, the border patrol person didn't recognize that it was Sean and Daniel. Oh, yeah. He, he says Daniel, Daniel. And he says, Daniel and uh, Diaz? Diaz, yeah. And he's like, Sean Diaz? And then he's like, oh, you're coming with me. Well, yeah. I mean, they probably would have picked them up anyways because they thought that they were 
uh, yeah, that's illegal true. aliens or whatever. But the car was on the American side. <laughs> I'm just saying, Eric. They probably, you know, they would. Yeah, they probably would have been here. brought in question anyway. Uh, yeah, and so you, you know, you they bring you to this border patrol station. They start asking you questions. You're sitting in the uh the jail cell with the couple, mm-hmm. uh, and you talk to them, and they're kind of warning you, like, why do you want to go to Mexico? There's a lot of gang violence and stuff there. They're like, well, we can't fucking stay here. Yeah, the police want us. Um, and then you know the two the two racist dickheads are in the other cell, and you kind of have this conversation with them about like, wow, this is America, and they're doing their whole fucking spiel. Yeah. And uh, and there's some options there, right? But I I've, I've basically just said like, fuck you. Pretty much, me too. Uh, and and they're like, oh, this is our country, and you're like, you you literally have like a third grade education. Uh, yeah, you're literally idiots. Uh, yeah, it's like her dad just like hanging out with her dad, and they just like do this on the weekends. I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah. Was that her dad? I didn't. I, I think didn't it was know. her dad. Yeah, like what? I'm like it's either her. I don't know. I didn't know what they. I didn't really care about them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and you know you're getting um in, you're getting interrogated right, and you're doing this whole thing. They're talking about you guys have caused so much destruction, all this shit, right? Uh, you hear like a big boom. You're like, Oh, Daniel's awake. Uh, and, and he breaks you out and you go. And I, I, you said you couldn't do this, but I, I broke out the couple. I was like, yeah, well, cause this is again, the look option. I was looking around for an option to let them out. Uh, but like nothing ever appeared. So I'm like, yeah, oh, I just looked at the door and it said, open it. Yeah. See, I was looking at the door, but it probably wasn't just the specific spot. I needed to look to pop up the thing. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just kind of left. Uh, yeah, so I let them out, and then I. You can also enact inv- a vengeance on the vigilante people, but I didn't do that. Yeah, I, I didn't felt do like that, that either, was maybe a bad thing to do. Yeah, I didn't. Um, and then you, you know. Well, you, did you kill the officers? That's where I'm getting to, Eric. Oh, okay. You get confronted by these two border patrol agents. It's this really scary scene where they're approaching you, and you're kind mm-hmm. of running out of time. Um, and I tried to distract them as much as I could, and then I basically just had Daniel like push them away, but they didn't die. Okay, so you chose the locker to hurt them. No, no, no. Okay. They just got close enough that Daniel, like, force pushed them. Okay, so this was the only time I reloaded a checkpoint to remake the choice in this game. Uh-huh. Is because I was throwing stuff at them and nothing was happening. And I'm like, okay, what? Well, I'll just do the thing that's above their head. And I didn't, when I, I, I hovered above them and hit the button and then realized it said kill. Oh. And so I was like, immediately reload checkpoint. Uh, and then, yeah, if you wait until they're in front of their, like, a storage cabinet, you can look at the storage cabinet, and it just says hurt, and then he throws the storage cabinet oh, at them, okay. and it pushes them into the other room with the storage cabinet and kind of locks them in. Oh, yes. Yeah, he, uh, I think they ended up just getting too close, and then Daniel took it upon himself to, oh, okay. to, to defend us. But he didn't kill them, which I was like, cool, we get yeah. our stuff, we peace out, we steal a car, we're driving towards the border, and then we get... I don't get why he just drives straight towards, like, a main gate. Yeah, right? Like, they had just blown that huge hole. Yeah, open. why not go back to that huge hole? I don't know, man. They're frantic. They're just trying to get through, right? I guess. Well, not really, because that's a long, it's a long drive they do. Uh, you get a whole, like, heartfelt moment between Sean and Daniel on the way there. Yeah. Let's just not question it too much, Eric. We're just getting the plot here, all right? I guess. Uh, and then, you know, we get this big thing. The police have blocked off the border. They're all here. They're all pointing their guns at you. They say, surrender. And you have now the choice to either surrender yourself or just plow your way through there. What did you do, Eric? I surrendered. I also surrendered. I really want to know what happens when you play right Here's the thing. I was looking it up. Uh, I didn't want to spoil too much for myself. uh, But do you want to know? Well, yeah, if you didn't have the So here's the thing, Eric. If you surrender, but throughout the game you have done a lot of bad things. You've stolen. You've hit. You've done all the, the low morality things. Daniel will say, 
uh, I guess it's my time to protect us, and he will like just for push like, the gas, and push then... the gas with the force powers, and fuck up the police, and get straight through, uh, and and you guys will be in in Mexico. Oh wow! Um, and but 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 uh, in the process, um, Sean gets shot. And oh, killed. okay. I presume I I don't think I watched the whole thing because I I, didn't, I was like oh fuck I don't actually want to watch this yeah <laughs> uh, so anyways the point is that that no matter what Dan, Sean gets to make a decision but Daniel also has an auto, like autonomy a, in this. a decision too uh and and if Based you how you play it um if you attempt to plow through but you have high morality uh and you you know you say use your power Daniel whatever he'll do it but then he will bow out of the car and go and and let the people catch him oh wow. and, and so you will be in Mexico and he will not. If really you, glad I did power through then because <laughs> uh, he probably would have done that. I was if, like, <laughs> if you guys both have low morality, like if you say yes and he also has low morality, then you guys go and you live in Puerto Lobos. Mm. Um, and and uh, but then like some gang members cover or whatever, and it's kind of considered like I guess the bad ending. Um, and then also there's the one that we both had where we both surrendered and had higher morality. And yeah, and then Sean goes to jail forever. You see this whole montage. Well, what he. Like he goes to jail years. for like 20 years and you see this montage of pictures of Daniel growing up and, and you know, you getting the growing the cool beard and you get out of prison. Uh, and who did you see when you get out of prison, Eric? Just mom and uh, Daniel. I was a little flabbergasted. I didn't even realize this was an option because Lila was there when I did it because I called her. Yeah. So I had salvaged our relationship enough for her to like care still. Mm-hmm. Um, but you only had Daniel in the Because I never called her because I thought I'd get caught by the cops. Yeah. Sean's coming out. He's looking cool Yo, as hell. If she was a good friend. She'd realize, uh, yeah, he's not going to call me. He's going to get caught by the cops. Yes. Yeah, a little strange, right? <laughs> I guess they just wanted as many endings as possible, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so so you know, and then and then you get this cool scene of of Daniel and Sean going out to the woods and staying in the same place under that same rock where they uh, stayed sh- the first night. Yep, Sean kind of breaks down crying. You know, it was super hard to do all this. They comfort each other. Uh, you know, like I said, he looks super weird with that eye. Mm-hmm. You'd think it's twenty twenty seven. They figured out glass eyes at this yeah. point. I think glass eyes look better than that now. Yes, they do one hundred percent. So I don't know why they gave him the weirdest one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they made it. just to point out that he's yeah, has just a to fake like because I, I guess, guess it would have confused people. If yeah, they if were he just like, had like a real looking eye. Yeah, they should have done it where it looked normal, but he like points and he's like, it's glass. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a glass eye. Don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so and then they 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 part ways and Daniel goes back to college or whatever and. I don't think he's in college anymore. He's way too old. No, he's not. Did we? You get a picture of him graduating? Yeah, from high school. But he's wearing black robes. That seems like college. Oh, whatever, Eric. Uh, so now you know that's the end. That yeah. is the end. Finn, say Finn. Finn, say Finn. Uh, I just want to say I really think the morality thing was really co- a really cool addition. That that what you do both affects what the way that Daniel grows up. Yeah, and I, so that will affect the final. Decision. And it definitely gives the choices you make in the game. A lot more weight. Yes. Which I think because they realized from the first game is a lot of people complain that literally none of the choices matter. I don't care. Dude, people are whiners. I actually really, I liked the ending of that game because I thought that it all comes down to that final position. It's more about the journey, the Mm -hmm. destination. I don't need 47 endings. Yeah, exactly. But this one's cool that there are. Yeah, it is cool that there's, there are seven in total, but it's more variations of the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. So I just overall Life is Strange 2, just fantastic. A really great game. I if I if if I would have played it in 2019, it would have been top three. Oh yeah, for sure. This would have been on our list, uh, top ten. It, you know what, Eric? This might have ended up at number one for us. For us, as for late oh for yeah, embargo. probably for as for late for embargo, this would have been number. So one. so maybe 
uh, we can retcon that. I mean, and the list go, is finalized. We'll go. We'll go in and like, uh, like, like edit it out. No, the list we, is so when we're finalized. announcing the late, the, the late for embargo, twenty nineteen game of the year is, and then we'll like rope up Life is Strange two. You know what I mean? The rules were that it has to be a game we played in twenty nineteen <laughs> yeah. and out in twenty nineteen. Anyways, the point is that <laughs> you should go play Life is Strange two. I guess, but we just told you the whole. story. I don't so. know why you would at this point. Yeah, you should go play it again. Yeah, I mean, maybe do well. You kind of ruined all the endings, but uh, <laughs> do you the different? Uh, yeah, routes. well, I had to. I was curious. I feel like we had to talk about it. You know? Yeah. The thing I have about the different routes is like, obviously, I had my playthrough. I played it the way I played it for very specific reasons. But like, if I, I just don't see myself being able to handle doing the other playthroughs. Yeah. It because like, the characters in this one just feel like you could connect to them so much on the emotional level. And so I'm like, if I was just doing the shitty stuff, I would feel super guilty the whole time that I'm like, just putting these people in this position of just awfulness. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, I don't like, I don't want to do the bad playthrough for this. Yeah. But I'm sure, I mean, not everyone is like that. Eric. Well, you know? yeah, I mean, sure. And more power to you. If you want to go through and make them their lives a living hell. I'm just saying, I don't like this. I this is my playthrough of this yeah. game. I'm not gonna go play this game again. Probably. No, I I don't I don't like doing that. Of uh of even I played Life is Strange two or I I played the first Life is Strange twice. Yeah. Uh, because I wanted to play it before I got a tattoo, and even in that I did almost everything the same except I leaned harder into uh the Max and Chloe romantic relationship. Oh, okay. Because that in my brain was the canonical what yeah. happened right yeah uh and the first time i guess i never really thought about it like i because mm. you know i i guess i never saw them like that and then afterwards i was like you know i think that they are and so that was the only thing i really changed but if i were to yeah. play this game again i would do exactly the same thing yeah i don't i can't really think of anything i would change really i mean maybe i'd probably i'd steal that fucking choco crisp <laughs> that's it i yeah i would have called lila or something and i probably would the only thing that changes not being i fucking remember that i have five episodes to play and the episodes aren't gonna end they're gonna end the way they're gonna end and they're not gonna just be like er, you're done playing this game yeah <laughs> um i i just want to mention quickly there is uh and there is an article on paste magazine uh that is fantastic that i think everything everyone should read and it's it's by uh natalie flores 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 uh, and it's called Empathy is the Defining Core of Life is Strange, an interview with Christian Divine. And so uh, Natalie goes and interviews uh, like the head of Don't Nod and uh, like, you know, one of the creative directors on Life is Strange. And he talks about how they go about telling these stories about marginalized people, you know, they, uh, and, and, and how they go about doing that and how basically their whole thing is empathy and, and they're leading with empathy. The game comes from an, empath- an empathetic core. And I think that's what makes these games so good. Mm-hmm. Because it's not... This isn't some story that is is kind of wearing all of these hats to appeal. You know, you know oh, look, you know, whatever. It, it, like, they are... They're trying to tell these stories because they're important. And they think they're, they're you know, they're trying yeah. to affect change. And mm-hmm. so I think that's why it's so, like, so good about this game. Yeah. That, that I think that... I really trust don't nod to tell these, and obviously I'm not the one that needs to give or, or not give the yeah. trust. Right. But, but I, I think, and I think a lot of people from what I've read, you know, from the article that, that, that don't nod does a good job of serving these people that yeah. they are trying to speak for. Yeah. And especially in this game, I feel like what the core message, one of them in this game is treat people like people. Yeah. Especially in the 
the episode four where the reverend's just using a child for money and then especially in episode five with the racist couple or ma or father and daughter whatever where this person literally like the 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 uh family from mexico literally please like or like makes the point like we're just doing this for our child too yeah like, can't like as understand? a mother yeah and then they call it they call their, chi- their unborn child a fucking parasite yeah a parasite i'm like god just treat people like people is yeah. it that hard yeah and i do i love that this game it, it it is so it's not all sunshine and roses right like they run into dark dark aspects of american mm-hmm. society you know what i mean racism religious fanaticism mm. all all of this stuff right but like also there are great people you meet along the way you meet brody you know you meet yeah uh, someone who just helps out because he was yeah. in, in a bad spot and too. even people who are you know like the grandparents who are a little like they're sort of religiously fanatic right yeah but like your they, family but their family and and i think that this game deals with with issues of family and religion and racism in just such a a, a good way mm-hmm. like i think in such a responsible way yeah that i i oh god i love life is strange dude such this a good series gonna get a uh, life is strange tattoo two two tattoo uh i don't know why no probably not get the wolf yeah oh i really like did you get the wolf tattoo i did get the wolf. yeah tattoo. hell yeah i really liked that wolf yeah. tattoo i thought it was cool um anyways life is strange 2 fantastic game uh that's all i gotta say about it. we're running a little long uh anyways eric any final words no fantastic game but we've said that to death yeah just as we were talking about it, i was like oh, i love this fucking game yeah dude. me too like i mean i just got done playing it today and even i had to go to work immediately after beating it but i was thinking about it all night and i'm like i just want to talk to someone about this like at work but like no one at what i work with like has played the game yeah. or anything or cares about it and i'm like fuck i just want to talk about this game right now because i immediately beat it and left like i yeah we couldn't even sit yeah talk you, about you, it. you finished it 10 minutes before your work yeah. started and I'm like, God, and I was just sitting there just kind of just mulling it over in my head while just doing like stuff at work. And I'm like, God, this, what a good game. Yeah. Uh, everyone, thank you so much for listening. This has been the generic gaming podcast MP3. Please tune in next week uh, when Isabel from Animal Crossing comes on and gets her revenge on Eric live. Live, everyone. Isabel will enact her revenge. Anyways, we love you unless you suck, in which case we don't. And you should probably work on that. Have a good one. 